Welcome to Camp Radio, a podcast production of TN Baptist Camps, the official camps and conference centers of the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board. Camp Radio, discussing trends and issues that will encourage ministries and churches in their efforts to impact people for Christ. To learn more about TN Baptist Camps, visit us at tnbaptistcamps.org. Now, today's Camp Radio. I'd like to thank you for joining us. My name is Kevin Pearson, and I will be your host. Today, we'll be discussing the importance of recreation and how it can impact your ministry. We have with us today Brad Anderson. He is the Activities Coordinator at Carson Springs Baptist Conference Center. Brad, thanks for being with us today. Hey, thanks for having me. Well, Brad, tell us, uh, let's open up with just a little bit about yourself. Well, uh, I've been in camp ministry now for about six years. Um, I graduated from Carson Newman College. It was college back then when I graduated. I am married, happily married, to a beautiful woman named uh, Morgan Anderson. Uh, We've been married now for about six years, and uh, we have two uh, dogs. My dog's name's Rondo, and the other dog is uh, named Leon, and he's a a poodle, and uh, I tolerate him. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I want to spend some time today talking about recreation. I know you do a lot of that here at Carson Springs, and and you understand what all that means and how it can impact a ministry. Let's kind of begin discussing that. Why is it so important to have some sort of recreation? Well, I always tell everybody, recreation is so important because I I truly believe that you can understand someone, get to know someone better by doing an activity with someone in the first 30 minutes of a recreation activity versus spending time with someone talking one-on-one with someone for hours just because I believe people are more honest they're uh, who they are more um, doing activities and so it it just it really helps to kind of get people um, comfortable and helps people get out of uh, just out of their head and just kind of be who they're going to be and what's so great about it is there's so many different forms of activities there's um, there's three key components to activities. There's play, there's leisure, and then there's recreation. Leisure is basically what we do in our free time. Um, it is uh, going on a hike. It's painting. It's reading. Uh, it's just being who we are, doing activities that just get us out and get us doing things. Play is kind of what we imagine when we think of kids on a school playground. They just get out and run around. Um, There's no rhyme or reason. There's no rules. It's just um, whatever you come up with, that's what you're doing. There's not an end game. It's just getting out and having fun and just being crazy wild. So you might see uh, like a kid run to the swing and then they'll swing for a minute and then they're going to run and um, zap somebody with their finger and and then they're going to run and be on the merry-go-round or something. I mean, it's just there's no rhyme or reason. And then recreation, recreation is what we typically think of. There's a purpose in the activity. Um, it's like playing basketball, football, baseball. There's a beginning, there's an end, there's score, there's rules. Um, so that's what a lot of times people think of, uh, of recreation. When we encompass all of these um, things, we, we are able to 
um, see people for who they truly are. We get to see people in their elements because not everyone enjoys playing basketball, but someone may enjoy hiking or they may enjoy reading or painting. And so we get to see people be creative in their own right uh, in all three of these um, areas. So recreation just really kind of helps bring out people to be who they truly are. Well, there seems to be a a misconception of recreation because I think that a lot of times people will leave recreation out of of any any type of uh, teaching session or camp or uh, whatever the time they have, it's during training time or discipleship time. They, they, They think of it as, well, play doesn't accomplish anything. It takes our mind away from uh, what we're trying to focus our purpose, which is not true, right? No, right, no. Uh, and here's the thing. For whatever reason, people, when we go on, say, like a staff retreat or whatever, a lot of people tend to think that it's really important for us to, as a company, uh, as a staff, to um, you know, hammer out details, figure things out. But in actuality, a lot of times, like you said, we leave out this component of having fun. I know for us, one of we, we do staff retreats every every so often, and uh, we went away one time. And one of the best experiences that I ever had was uh, when we went away. It wasn't us actually sitting in the meetings, but it was some of the staff. We kind of gathered around a laptop, and we were playing this game called Sporkle, where you try to guess, you know, question or you try to guess answers to like a random question, and you have a time limit. And so uh, some of the staff, we kind of hung around and we were, we were playing it. And it, it was so much fun because, you know, we were just having fun. We were being silly. We were getting comfortable with one another. And so that helps to lead to better uh, success in the workplace because we're more comfortable with each other. We trust each other more. Um, when we get to know each other better, there's that sense of togetherness. Uh, and that can only help. It can't hurt so when we think of like ministries and stuff, we oftentimes tend to leave that out because it's time consuming or it's difficult to do. And so we, we tend to really drift away from that. And we, we really don't want to do that. We really want to make sure that in all capacities, no matter what we're doing, whether it's Bible studies, um, you know, going on retreats or whatever, that we're implementing a time of coming together, playing together, enjoying time with one another. Well, and I know that uh, sometimes that uh, if you're in a setting that if you don't know each other very well or even if you knew each other pretty well there's sometimes a little tension and especially if you're trying to accomplish a certain goal or you're trying to get a lot of tasks done just to take a break and to relax and feel more yourself you bring more to yourself to the table when you start organizing those things or even in having any kind of discussion uh, that's one of the problems in uh, that we have if we're we're having a, a teaching time that you may ask questions and you may not feel comfortable by asking questions because you may feel that that uh, you, you you don't know anything well in recreation setting what that does break down those walls and suddenly you feel comfortable you feel accepted uh, you know there's a lot of people who who start conversations about the Lord while in play and so that recreation time is really a vital key, isn't it? it? It really is. And I mean, you hit you hit it right on the head. I mean, a lot of times we think of recreation as, you know, getting out and doing things, but, you know, it's breaking down walls when we don't know people. And I tell you what, um, there may be people out there that um, kids don't know uh, and they have a hard time getting to know, but if you put them together on a team, 
most of the time they get to know each other really well because there's somebody on that team who doesn't want to lose and who wants to win at whatever they're doing. And, um, you know, they'll come together. And, and it's nice because not only do you get to know each other, but if, say, if you're a youth pastor – you'll see who your leaders are in your groups. You'll see who your followers are in your groups. You'll see who your loners are in your groups. So that kind of helps you better understand your group and kind of how to better teach them, how to pray with them, how to just spend time with them. When you see these things, you can help to, um, you know, minister to these people, um, these youths um, better. Right. Well, now what if you're doing a uh, retreat or a camp, why is that important? Of course, most people think if you go to camp, you're going to go have recreation and and play basketball and things like that. But but why? Why is that important for a camp or retreat setting? It, it, it's important. It's important for us to spend time together as a group, um, and it's important for us um, here at Carson Springs. We have a 50 foot climbing wall, um, and I, I can't tell you how rewarding it is to see everyone come together and watch them as someone tries to climb to the top and people are cheering and they're motivating and they're just rooting for that person to make it to the top. And usually nine times out of 10, when someone makes it to the top, everyone's clapping, Mm -hmm. everyone's cheering. It's just because it's a togetherness. It's, it's, It's a time that we can root for each other and build each other up instead of tearing each other down. And, you know, the world often, you know, that's what we do. We we rip each other apart, you know, because we dissect each other by, you know, what we're wearing, what we look like, you know, what social status are we, you know, are are we an athlete? Are we, you know, real studious? Uh, These things don't matter when you're rooting for someone to make it to the top of the wall. You're just rooting because you want to see that person succeed. And it's the same way in ministry. When we hit tough times, which we're guaranteed to hit tough times, that time that we spend together rooting for each other, like in the wall, it's the same in the ministry because we're rooting for them. We want to see them succeed. And so kids kind of get that sense of, hey, I can accomplish things. You know, these challenges that I'm facing, they're tough. They're a challenge. But I can succeed when people are with me and rooting for me and helping me. Uh, and so we, we see that simply just through the climbing wall alone. I mean, there are other things. There's, you know, we have team building, which just, oh, it encompasses so much. There's uh, paintball. I, I mean, it's so fun to see just kids come together, build each other up, unite. Um, and oftentimes um, I've had youth pastors say, you know, when, when we came to camp, we had a lot of individuals. When we left, we were a group. And it's amazing to see that just kind of come together. Uh, and so it, it really, to me, it's, it's, it's one of the best experiences that you, you can have. And, and I know I'm, I'm biased, but uh, I, I really believe that camp ministry or camp as a whole can really make an impact on a, on a child's life because you take them away from those distractions. You know, kids have rough lives. You know, we, we don't always know what everybody's going through. But when you take them away from that and help them to understand that there's a God who loves them, there's a God who wants to see them succeed in life, who wants what's best for them, uh, and that there are people out there who are not just their youth ministers, but leaders and, you know, other students who want to see them succeed. I mean, it's truly amazing to see the cohesion come together uh, and just, it's, it's truly amazing. The, uh, I know that uh, the type of games 
or recreation you do is important. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily just throw out anything, right? Right. No, I mean, you, you want to have fun, um, and that, that's, that's key. Having fun is key. But you want to you want to have a purpose. You want everything that you do to have a purpose. Um, so when we're being silly and doing crazy games, when we're doing, um, you know, relay games, we want them to be wild and we want them to be crazy. But everything that we need to do needs to have a purpose, whether it's trying to bring us together um, as a group, whether it's trying to help teach a lesson. Sometimes I always say sometimes failure is one of the best teachers um, that you can have in recreation because we're not always going to win in life. And so sometimes when we fail, we can learn more. Uh, And so when we're doing these games, you know, it's important for kids to see that, you know, we can succeed in life and we can fail in life. Um, and that we always have a God who loves us, no matter which way we, which way the the uh, coin falls. You know, it's it's important that that kids see that that God loves them, and it's 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 a lot of fun. You know, doing messy games and you know getting out on a wreck field and just coming up with you know the most disgusting game possible. And yeah. you know, I, I remember when I was younger in college, I used to love trying to see if um, we could make a game where somebody would get sick because, you know, we just wanted to try to make it as, you know, gross and, and crazy and wild. And we wanted kids to remember this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we wanted them to try to come together and really just kind of understand that you can accomplish so much more when you're together with someone. You can accomplish a lot by yourself, but you can accomplish so much more uh, when you're uh, with a group. And so we, we really try to hammer that home and so any activity you do, you really want to make sure that there's a theme, there's a reason, um, everything is lined up um, a certain way. Uh, and so whether it's playing, having a basketball tournament three-on-three or doing relays out on the field or messy games out on the rec field, you know, you need to have a purpose behind why you're doing it. And it needs to, you know, it needs to be related to what, you know, whatever your theme is um, for the weekend. And you need to think through your uh, whatever your recreation is going to be, as far as your group, right? Because uh, not not every group will fit every type of recreation. Because you, you know, I, I remember, you know, when I was in uh, uh, elementary school, I, I, I hated dodgeball, and then mostly because I couldn't throw the ball very well, yeah. And so I just dreaded that game, and I think there are a lot of people, a lot of kids have the same fear if they dread. Uh, be involved in some sort of recreation that they have to perform and they feel like they're inferior. So that's why recreation is so good. It's flexible that you can do games that doesn't require a lot of skill, right? But it re- may require a lot of a lot of team building or t- togetherness, right? And that's what what uh, builds the goal. You know, it's funny. Uh, one of the things that people always talk about is icebreaker games. Like they always, everybody hates icebreaker games, and and, and yeah everybody does like because it's usually the first thing that you do when you get somewhere and you're like hey we're going to do an icebreaker game and you can hear a collective moan because nobody wants to do it or you know they've done it a bunch of times and so what they don't realize though is it's important because we're we're breaking down walls we're we're setting up the weekend or the day or the Bible study or whatever. And it's important that that we're doing these things to help break down the walls and help get people understanding that, you know, we're, we're going to have fun. We're going to support each other. We're going to root for each other. 
And so it, it's really important that even though people may not like it, that we, the leader, whoever's doing the recreation activity, has a positive attitude. I always tell the leaders, look, kids are going to base the game off of your attitude. So if you're excited about it and you know it's going to be a silly and crazy game um, and that you know most of the people are not going to like it like an icebreaker, but if you get excited about it, they're going to be excited about it. They're going to feed off of your energy. And so it's important that with that icebreaker game that you set the tone for how the rest of the, the session is going to be. And so you got to start it off on a good note. So icebreaker games are really important, not – you know, it helps not. It helps to break down walls, but it also helps to set the tone. And a lot of people don't. You know, they think, oh, it's just another icebreaker game. Yeah, yeah, it is, but it sets the tone. So camp is uh, such a great setting, and and I know that uh, camp is really revolves around a purpose. Versus, uh, there's a lot of retreats, a lot of camps that uh, will stay to hotels. Uh, and there's a lot of programs that are done at beaches or, or uh, on university campuses. The difference is is that camp is, was created and built for the purpose uh, to build an impact lives for Christ. So everything that we do revolves around that, which is very different than a hotel, mm-hmm. uh, than a college campus uh, in those settings. And so recreation is already built into the program in the facilities itself. Uh, not not like a, a basketball goal or not just like a soccer goal, but other things in unique places that really help build that overall experience and helps focus on the purpose in which the uh, group leader is, is focused upon. Uh, so it, I know that recreation comes up with some struggles. I know you've kind of given us some uh, layout of plans of how we need to think about our recreation. But what's our, the biggest struggles in planning recreation? Well, I, I would say one of the biggest struggles of planning recreation is it, it's, it's usually trying to come up with an activity that everyone's going to like. Usually when we're thinking, we're like, okay, you know, I, I need to come up with an activity that everyone's going to like, everyone's going to enjoy, everybody will participate in. And I have bad news for you guys. It's not possible. Like, it's just not. Like, as much as we want it to be, it's just not possible. Like, not everyone's going to enjoy what we do. So we got to get that out of the way first. Like, we just got to realize that, hey, when we're planning this, not everyone's going to enjoy it. Uh, and then second, probably the one of the, the bigger struggle is having volunteers be there to help you. I know in my past, uh, we used to, I used to go out to, to Linden Valley, um, which is our sister camp out in West Tennessee, uh, and I would help with, uh, we, we do a youth camp uh, called Impact Camp, and I would do recreation um, out there, and I would be in charge. We would do all kinds of different things. We would have where we would do like a big event, and we would do like relays and all that good stuff. And one of the problems that I, we, we had early on was – the leaders would just kind of stand around and not really do anything. Mm. And so it made it really complicated because they just weren't really involved. And so we had a talk with them and we were like, look, you know, we need you guys to be involved. We, I need your help. If these things are going to succeed, I need you to be a part because I can't do everything by myself. You know, usually I'm the face. I'm the one explaining the things, but I need people to be the nuts and bolts that are making this thing work. And so often, you know, trying to get them to understand, 
one, what I'm doing, and two, the purpose behind it. You know, if you can get them to understand why you're doing this and that it's not just for, you know, just to be random, you know, that really helps move along an activity. And like I said before, the having a positive attitude, if you can get them to have positive attitudes and be excited about things, your volunteers who are helping you, it makes all the difference in the world. So if they're cheering for the kids in the relay race, you know, those kids are going to run faster or, you know, try harder or do whatever. They're going to buy into it more. And so I noticed when we really started doing that, we had a huge turnaround. Like groups were really more into it when our leaders were more into it. And so it, it really makes a difference if you can get your leaders to buy in and be a part and help. Uh, really the best way to try to get them to do that is just by talking to them. I mean, and, and being more selective on who you ask to help. Um, I mean, there are going to be people out there who just aren't interested in helping. And so my suggestion is don't ask them yeah. um, because you're just wasting your time. So get those who want to help you, get those who, who want to be a part and understand that, you know, this can make a difference. Uh, and, you know, everything that we do glorifies God. Uh, and so we, we, we need leaders who understand that the smallest detail in the recreation activity can make the biggest impact. Well, I know with uh, leaders being involved in recreation with the kids, they began to see the leaders differently mm -hmm. than just a authority figure but also as someone who they can connect with and so that opens up all kinds of opportunities for that leader to be able to talk about Christ with them or their relationship with God and it also applies with you know I know we're talking a lot about uh, children and youth with rec but rec is across the board I mean like you said it applies to adults as well but if you you're in a group of adults and you're doing recreation and say the pastor is leading suddenly uh, as the pastor or the minister is a part of that recreation they become something different than the pastor they make a connection with their congregation those people that are within that group and it changes things they trust him more mm -hmm. they realize he that uh, he's mortal mm -hmm. and he makes mistakes and so they all feel very comfortable so it changes a lot of how they feel about those leaders and those people too now where do you see recreation going in the future you know honestly I see it kind of going back to the basics I feel like we're getting so disconnected um, from the world. Um, we're glued to our phones and we're glued to our TVs more and more, computers, all that good stuff. You know, technology is amazing. It truly is. And it, we're, we're more connected than we've ever been, but we're also losing that connection. And so I see us going more back to our roots of spending time in nature, spending, um, I, it's, it's crazy. I was, we were talking about this just the other day. You go to Walmart now, and they have just rows of kayaks for sale. And that was something you never used to see. And I think we're, we're seeing trends of people wanting to get outdoors more uh, and spend that time outside. I know out at Linden, they have just a beautiful river and it's so much fun to go down. Um, you know, we used to take our summer staff out there and we would paddle down the river. And, you know, it was just, it, it's hard to deny God's beauty when you're paddling down a river and you just see everything that he's created. And I mean, it's the same with hiking. You know, when we go hiking, I always tell people, 
I feel closer to God when I'm out hiking and, you know, I'm looking around, especially here um, in Carson in the fall when the leaves are, are changing and, you know, you're, you're just walking in the woods and, you know, I'm spending that time with God and it's just, you know, it's like he just like slaps you in the face. Mm-hmm. He just shows you what great of an artist he is. He shows you how amazing he is. And so I see us getting more connected with nature uh, and see us doing more outdoor things. I mean, you go to Gatlinburg Pigeon Forge area, you're seeing, you know, adventure zipline, you're seeing these outdoor crazy little roller coaster things that are, you know, coming down the mountains. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. So I see us kind of going more outdoorsy, kind of away from recreation in a sense of what we typically think of as, you know, uh, you know, basketball, football, baseball, stuff like that. I, I'm seeing us going more towards outdoorsy things, us going more towards being connected that we can do as individuals um, because we're losing that connectivity. And so a lot of people are doing more lonely things, I, I would say. There, there will always be a need for all three activities that I was talking about, leisure, play, uh, and recreation. I mean, for me, I know personally, I love playing sports, you know, ultimate frisbee, basketball, w- whatever, golf. I mean, we, you and I play golf together and uh, I enjoy that. That's more of a leisure thing. I, I know it's more work for you, but it's more leisure. If I was better at it, it would be better. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, but we have a good time. Uh, and, and, that, and that's kind of what I see is that, that us getting together more um, and I see it more as the time that we're communicating with each other. Uh, and so that's kind of when the kids come together is to do these activities. And then they go back to their phones or whatever. But I'm seeing that, you know, these activities are important. And so it, I, I truly believe we'll, we'll never get away from it. I think it'll just keep evolving. You know, I, I, I don't want to say that we're going to, you know, we're going to be doing like the we and just going strictly to, you know, we fishing or we bowling. Like, I don't believe we're, we're, we're quite there yet where we're just going to be doing that all the time. I still think there's a need um, for people to get outside. And I think there's still a draw. And, and I think it's because that's where we experience God. Yeah. Well, Brad, thank you for uh, sharing with us how recreation can play a major role in impacting lives for Christ. I'd also like to thank you for listening today to our podcast. Uh, We would love to hear from you. If you have any questions for Brad or what we do at Tennessee Baptist Camps, uh, please send us an email at ccinfo at tmbaptist.org. Until next time, I hope that you will look for opportunities to start a conversation about Christ with someone you know. Thanks for listening to Camp Radio a podcast production of TN Baptist Camps, the official camps and conference centers of the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board. This and other episodes can be downloaded from tnbaptistcamps.org. The ministries of Carson Springs and Linden Valley are supported through the cooperative program and gifts received through the Golden Offering for Tennessee Missions. For more information, visit tnbaptistcamps.org.